my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project UP, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Ooh, we're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's White Boy Chris. If the Pat Downs ever made you laugh, then join our Patreon and support us. Get bonus content, a t-shirt, or an autographed copy of Rabbit, Miss Pat's autobiography. Visit misspatcomedy.com for the link to the Patreon, and while you're there, join our Facebook group. Welcome to another episode of the Pat Down. You know I'm here with my biracial family, Chris and Dion. Hi, I'm bi. He's racial. <laughs> biracial. He black, you white. Together, oh, y'all biracial. Oh. Get it, nigga. <laughs> Stay tuned after the music And we're going to tell you We found out that Chris is no longer uh, What you call the people who burn What, what are you, the redness? Ginger Ginger. He, he's no longer a ginger we, He's something else That has to do with oatmeal <laughs> Stay tuned You better get up, get out And tune into this podcast It's Pat Spit the truth, spit the real fact Nothing but the ugly classy at the same time I didn't realize hitting record on a podcast was racism. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. He only cares about black mermaids, Miss Pat. That's right. All black mermaids matter. If he was a half fish bitch, he would give a damn. (laughs) (laughs) You're not liking me because I'm not a half fish bitch, Chris. Did you see the uh, mermaid meme that uh, MacDuffin made of Dion as the Black Mermaid and (laughs) Nikea as Ursula? (laughs) That's when I knew conservatives were right about this casting shit. It was disturbing. (laughs) (laughs) They're going ham on the Black Mermaid. I see. I ain't paying any attention. 
It had like one point one point two million down likes on uh, the YouTube trailer, and they just shut the. It was so much racism they turned off the comments. Good. <laughs> delicious. The white people are so mad that they're losing their characters. Uh, you know, somebody had the best fucking thing for that. They said, with as many niggas you threw in the sea, do you really think a mermaid is white? <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> that makes sense. She should be black. I'm just disappointed you support ginger erasure. I don't know what that means, but I, it made sense when they said it. <laughs> so, you know, get over the mermaid, people. A lot of shit is coming back. I back. think we talked about this and like, I think we talked about it when we were at Helium way back when they announced it. The same shit happened then, too. Everything, that, anything that you take away from the good old white people in this country that they, you know, what white people don't understand is. No, no, no. Years, Some white people. Most Some white people don't give a Some fuck. Not, not, not the, um, the people who listen to us don't give a fuck. Now, it's your great granddaddies who gives a fuck. <laughs> right. Okay. Or the great great. And it's, some, it's not even some of y'all great granddad. Some shit is supposed to be black. Or if they should make a character that represent everybody on earth. You know, you, you see the expression of those little girl face when they see that little black mermaid. It's nothing like seeing something or somebody that represents you. They did make a character all. on Earth to represent everybody. His name was Jesus, and then they turned him. Now, 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 there were Chinese Jesuses too. No, it, it's just like the people who are not going to watch it and don't give a shit. Don't they care? But like my my three year old and her biracial friend watched the trailer, and they're like, "This is awesome. That's who it's for." You know, like but but you know you go you have to have people. It's, some people ain't got no lives. So the best thing they can do is be racist on the internet and go in and be pro-black at work. I don't know. I mean, I've heard about Dion's work experiences. It doesn't sound like that spreads to work. <laughs> Those and are the same Pat's people. Voice, fuck you, Chris. <laughs> Those are the same people that will go to fucking a uh, fucking uh, 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 black rally with you. But at home right now, all that stupid shit on the internet. Because you just never know who a motherfucker is. It's okay. I mean, some, everybody need a job. So, you know, racists got to have a job, too. And their job is to be racist. You know? <laughs> Let them have an opinion. Who gives a fuck? I, I got I, laid okay. off at the factory. I need a job. <laughs> now who's going to do talk? On the now who's going to do talk radio? <laughs> exactly. So... <laughs> Who gives a fuck if they don't like the black mermaid? Turn your TV to the white mermaid. And I'm quite sure little Mexican kids and uh, uh, Asian kids are feeling the same. They need to make the mermaid in their characters. When they come out with the dolls next year, it should be a character of every race that represents everybody. And it just shouldn't be Jesus, Dion. No, I agree. Uh, it should it's... be a, It should be whatever. I mean, you know what? What's, uh, kids are not racist. P- racism is taught. We already know that. You, I go in, I'm in the airport every day. You know how many beautiful kids, white kids that I see that has black baby dolls? They parents didn't pick up that doll. That child innocent picked up that doll because that's what they like. You are taught that that child that 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 that, that doll is different. That's why that they child, get rid of abortion. <laughs> huh? 
Huh? I said, that's why they get rid of abortion. <laughs> why? Because <laughs> little white kids are picking black people. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't gonna be no I, more whites left. But <laughs> oh, it's gonna be plenty of whites now. <laughs> you let them tell the story. All the white people gonna be Christmas gone. Give me sense. I may have to. Uh, I may have to adopt someday. I can't come. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> but it's okay. We need the races to be in the world. Without them, we wouldn't have no racism to talk about. <laughs> it's it just, you know, every week now, it's Lord of the Rings, it's Game of Thrones, it's just get over it. What's wrong with Lord of the Rings? They, have a, the they have a black character, and, you know, the same suspects, Matt Walsh and all of them are mad, but it's like, you know, like Disney. Matt so, Walsh? W- Matt Walsh, I'm not even going to get into it. He's a Republican con- commentator who makes a living off of stirring up this bullshit but the thing is you had 10 million people watch that from all nationalities nobody gives a fuck about matt walsh so let him let him feed he gotta feed his family so he got a group of people that listen to him that talk bullshit it ain't us but you know some people want to hear that bullshit and they can't get it if they come to the pat down or or any other place so they have to get it somewhere so everybody need they fix it's like buying a certain type of pussy on a certain type of corn you know what I'm saying? Did that make sense? Corn, corn, <laughs> corn, corn. <laughs> Who knew Miss Pat was a capitalist racist? <laughs> Free money for everybody. What are you? Have been hanging out with Owen Benjamin? <laughs> Coming up on a Anthony Camilla's show, Miss Pat. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck that is, but you gotta let them have their little space too. Don't be racist, nigga. Uh, uh, you know, You're spending all that good energy when you could have built your dog a dog house. That's right. Representation matters. <laughs> yeah. All that energy you build on worried about there's a black mermaid, you could have built like a really nice luxury dog house for your motherfucking dog. When we were in the Dominican last year in December, this guy was showing us pictures of his eight-year-old daughter's birthday party and she was Moana. And he said she loved Moana because it, it was she looked like her. She lived in a tropical place. She had black skin. Like she loved Moana, dresses like Moana all the time. And I'm like, why would I not like as a white person, what we we've had Cinderella, you got frozen. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you want other people's kids to have, you know, the same sort of recognition, you know? I I, I just they don't, don't get want it. you to have that good feeling. They don't want all black babies to have that good feeling. See, yeah. they thought niggas couldn't swim, and bam, a black mermaid appeared. <laughs> so now they all pissed the fuck off. And that mermaid got locks in her head. <laughs> Quisha doing hair under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who been doing this bitch locks down there? Did you see the? Did you see Nemo been doing the mermaid hair? <laughs> did Quisha catch the criminal? She posted the video. It's a video of some criminal coming. Oh, Quisha would catch Jesus stealing. Yeah, she called him. <laughs> so she posted on her Instagram a video of this woman coming in and basically stealing a wig from her daughter. And yeah. she alerted the FBI. She dug up J. Edgar Hoover, put him on the case. <laughs> she so. put Martin Luther King on the speech, <laughs> Malcolm X on the road, <laughs> Al Sharpton on, on the food. <laughs> I'll strapped it on the food. You're just getting up with vegan shit now. 
if they don't, if somebody don't tell Al Sharpton to eat something, nigga, that nigga chest on KD. I get asked, I gotta say, thing for the young bitches. Well, that nigga look like a fucking a big ink pen. <laughs> I'm like, Al, you gotta eat some nigga. Fuck is wrong with you? Eat some nigga. <laughs> that nigga suits. He look like he didn't throw away them old suits. He look like he brought them down to his new He's wearing his Tawana Brawley suit. He got. I know them the same suits because of the button. Those are fat people buttons on his suit. <laughs> <laughs> them buttons are for niggas built like me, not you did. Little niggas got little buttons like that on his suit. <laughs> this nigga got buttons like this. I said, no, nah, nigga, that's the old Dion can have. You forgot to tell him to split the buttons in half. Them are plus size buttons on a small <laughs> nigga suit. <laughs> Dion can afford plastic buttons. We can... <laughs> <laughs> um, see, I told you. <laughs> you see the plus side button. They transferred them over there. You see, they even sold the hole up on that jacket because the buttonhole was too big. <laughs> he looked like when he was fat, he looked like he played on um uh the Titanic. He like he's standing at the end of the boat right there. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze. And it felt a little like... Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. You know who he looks like. Mr. Mackey is who he looks like. He looks like Nike. <laughs> <laughs> he sure do look like Nike. Look at him. I, that nigga, he, I, that's that same suit. They done dyed it and, 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 and fixed old buttonholes. I know we got to talk about the Emmys, but the best thing on social media this week was you and Nike on a trampoline. <laughs> He, did you he post that video? <laughs> I did not that see that. You didn't no. see Nike jumping see on a trampoline about four inches high. <laughs> that was old too. It popped up in my story, so I posted. <laughs> I'll find it real quick. Oh, I that was so was much really... fun. It took everybody to give me about that goddamn trampoline. <laughs> Remember that time we were in know... Phoenix and you tried to ride the bull? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, please tell me there's video. No, that nigga threw there that was, too. but it was in my It'll old phone. Pop back up. Nah, it was in my old phone. I didn't, it, I didn't post it or anything. I don't have that phone anymore. So I can't the video's gone. But that shit was funny. We went to uh, 
we was at the house of comedy and then after the show we went next door to this bar and they had like a mechanical boy we was all hanging out <laughs> this was before you was even drinking pat you'd be like i want to ride <laughs> you couldn't even get on the motherfucker <laughs> i could nigga and she them always spraying my legs i heard so many creaks and cracks and Nigga, it sounds like a nigga open a, a, a U-Haul truck in the back. <laughs> it sounded like an accident was happening. And somebody was sliding on brakes. Well, I can't find it, but... I had to open my motherfucking legs that high. I think it took like nine niggas to get me on that bull. And one and once turned, the bull slung me the fuck off. I don't fuck no bull. And because you know I'm 50 now, so when you open my legs too wide, they say, they sound like doors on old cars. <laughs> Gas come out. The hardest thing about be, getting old is not being able to control your gas. You know, like you be <laughs> you be wanna hold it, but it's so painful. <laughs> I go to Pilates and it's all these 80-year-old women and they fart the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> They stretch themselves. They open up their legs. They do exactly what you're talking about, nigga. And you have to you pretend cannot, you didn't you know hear it. Some people can catch they fart right at the crack of their ass and bring it back when you're young. <laughs> you got sphincter control. Yeah, you can catch that fart right when it's about to rip it. You suck it back. Your booty hole suck it back in, nigga. Ain't no suck back in when you on foot. <laughs> <laughs> that booty hole, it just let you be like, damn, ass right here. <laughs> right here, right now, asshole. You just gonna you just gonna do that shit to me, asshole? No, asshole. <laughs> so it just really rough. Like I used to couldn't understand what my daddy used to say. I got a shit. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> but now I understand. I found myself yesterday. Whoa, we at jazz. I can say, hurry up, nigga. I got doodle. Who says, nigga? I got doodle. He said, water burger. Water burger. I goddamn sick. The motherfucking lies. So I wasn't eating water burger. I was eating a fucking salad. But nigga, I had the shit so fucking bad. And you know, when you old and you got a doodle, that shit start punching you in your motherfucking lower gut like you in a fucking boxing match. And, and, you, and you can feel whatever trying to get out of you and say, fuck you. I don't care if you is sitting down, I'm coming out. You feel all of that. When when you was young, you could change your mind and your shit would go away. You can't change your mind no more. <laughs> You, your, your booty hole changed your mind. What are you eating? Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> I got shit. <laughs> Sign, seal, delivered. I'm yours. <laughs> I didn't understand why my daddy used to carry on like an asshole. Like, that's a daddy. You can't be saying you got a shit out in public like that. Now, now that I'm fit up, I got shit. <laughs> 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 when you know you getting old, you know you getting old. You don't give a fuck what you say or how you say it. Please, and that's me. Please write that into an episode. <laughs> the whole episode where you will have to shit the whole episode, but you can't. <laughs> yeah, and ain't nothing like constipation when you get a certain day. Oh, you've been so constipated, your kneecaps swell up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very regular. I shit morning and night. 
Nigga, one time my kneecaps were swollen up. <laughs> and the doctor told me to rub it so the bowel can move. What? <laughs> this is Dr. Nick from The Simpsons? <laughs> Using Elvis rub- as doctor? <laughs> what doctor oh, are you going no, to? <laughs> she got a hand up on her knees and her bows on her thighs. <laughs> <laughs> she got a shit. Ay, 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 ay. Man, you get a certain age, I'm telling you, there's so much shit cracking. I was talking to this lady on stage. I said, you know, back in the day, you, you could walk around with no underwear. And that's why I don't understand how people fit to walk around with no underwear. Nigga, I would be leaking. Like, shit would be following me down the street if I didn't have on no underwear. <laughs> your, ass, your asshole's Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> Chernobyl, the Notre Dame, the Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> the Hoover Dam. <laughs> Not Notre Dame. That's the church. <laughs> what the fuck is it? did catch on fire a few years ago. <laughs> uh, it, that's what I thought about, Dion. And then I was like, I think she thinks it's a dam. <laughs> and you live you live for 15 years, two hours away from Notre Dame. <laughs> The dam can't catch on fire. It's war. <laughs> it did, though. Hoover Dam caught on fire like a month ago. What happened to it? Uh, it was just some sort of battery burned up or something. It yeah, was, it was an electrical fire. There was, did uh, the fire fall in the water? Uh, no, I don't think so. Let me see. No. Mm. I can show you video here. No. Nope. Did, did you see that Chinese building that was on fire for like 25 minutes yesterday? Mm-mm. That what? What are you following? In China, Chinese it, weather reports or what? Do you you know my Twitter is wild, right? <laughs> so there was a, a apartment building caught on fire, or I don't know if it was an apartment building. It was a giant building in China. The whole fucking thing was just on fire, and all these Chinese people were saying shit in Chinese. I had no idea what they were saying, but let me see if I can go find a video for you. Hold on. I oh. see that shit. Yeah, here, here. Holy shit! Hold on. You see it? Yeah. Look at this. Yeah. Damn. Nigga, that's uh, what the fuck? The whole damn thing. That's like nine eleven. That what it looked like. This this video. So I'm, uh, glad, I'm glad you said that, Chris, because then the nine eleven conspiracy theories underneath the Twitter feed went. Hey. Of course. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is USA Today. Flames engulf skyscraper in China. If you want to see it, man. Yeah. It was burning for like 20 minutes. They're like, how come that building didn't fall down? It's China, nigga. <laughs> China got the smartest shit. It's like they make their people work all day long, all night long to come up with new shit. Like, I saw this thing that I was like, I got to order this. I, I need it. Like, you take your wet, wet umbrella and you bring it in the house, and it's this whole compartment thing you stick it in. Okay, look at this. Look at this billboard. I saw this in China no. yesterday. Look at it. This is a 3D billboard for Nike in China. Mm-hmm. And it moves. It's the Nike Dragon 3D billboard in China. Yeah. How the if fuck a dragon don't wear Nike? They don't got feet. <laughs> I, I don't still. Uh, how'd they make the sign move? If if we had that, niggas be trying to ride the motherfucking dragon. <laughs> <laughs> See, China whoop them people. We we don't whoop all people. We can put them in jail. <laughs> they're still in. They're still in COVID lockdown. 
Who? China. Certain parts of China still are locked in their apartments. Three years no, later. No, I've been, I've been uh, ordering eyelashes and shit from China. They working. <laughs> it's a big country. <laughs> I just got some eyelashes from China. <laughs> the fuck are you talking? I didn't What's mean the fuck? whole country. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's funny. I don't know why it was so funny. I'm gonna tell you, you place an order, it's on the way, Nick. <laughs> Unless it's a refrigerator. Yeah, I'm still waiting on my fucking refrigerator. Oh my god, it's been a year now. Thank God I'm just at the first level of my house. Hey, we should take a break, but when we come back, we gotta talk about the Emmys. No, we don't. What's how I many how long we been on here? Twenty. Well, let's finish it out, and then the next episode be the Emmys. All right. What else was going on with me? Just a lot of traveling. Y'all, make sure y'all come check me out. I am in, uh, where am I? North Carolina? Uh-huh. I'm in Texas. I'm in San Antonio, Texas. All the shows are sold out. Thank you so much for Rollins for showing y'all fucking ass. All the shows there were sold out. Cleveland, I'm on my way when? The 29th and the 30th. I need y'all to show y'all ass and sell out all of those shows, too. I want to appreciate y'all. Oh, my God. I've been having so much fucking fun out here. I'm really putting together my new hour. I'm, I'm going to sit down and take some stuff away and add some stuff and really make it strong. And I'm excited. I'm excited about this new hour. It's mostly about my daddy, you know, me getting to know my daddy for the first time because I ain't really know that nigga. And so um, I'm excited to talk about a little bit something different. And, and I'm talking about... Um, the welfare to work program that I went through, which is interesting because I never really talked about that on stage. So I'm building this new hour that I think when I get when they get really, really tight, people are really gonna appreciate it. Gotta love that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I just I'm, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just having fun. That's what I was gonna say. I just said uh, I've been teaching writing classes. We had a graduation show uh, this past Wednesday. And I'm going to be honest with y'all, I thought they were going to bomb their ass off. But they all did pretty good. I was I was like, I don't think they ready. But they showed their asses on Wednesday, and it was a really good show. I was so proud. I was like, oh. And how many people came out? It was about 25. It was in the upstairs room. So it was small. It was like family and friends. And one of the, one of the ladies was 69 years old, just nice. starting comedy sweet old nancy and she she kicked ass i was so happy for her tell us it was, more. It was stand-up writing just stand-up writing how to how to structure jokes and how to tag jokes and make jokes better that's basically what the class was about because people all the time are like how do how do i get into stand-up how do i get into stand-up i'm like i'll get tell the them to me- yeah just go i'll tell them to message you <laughs> i've gone Don't do that. gone on twice don't ask me. I, I've had so many fucking messages from people that you have sent to me, Chris, that if I see you in person, I think I'm going to slap you like I'm going to do McDuffin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually putting a, uh, when my house is done, I'm putting a nice podcast. I have built the whole studio, but there might be a change of mind. But uh, I'm putting we're, a nice We're canceled, Dion. We're canceled. <laughs> huh? What are we? What are, you're not building the podcast studio? What are you canceling us for? What are you building instead? No, um, I don't know. I, but it's, it's gonna be a nice podcast location. 
And uh, I can't wait because we're going to do like a grand opening. So y'all, y'all don't have to see us like this anymore for a while. I get the guys to come to Atlanta like twice a month and we get together and put some in the banks. And, you know, so we could look like a whole podcast, especially when we got good interviews, because I would like to so I've run into a lot of people and I would like to start talking to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. But that's good. You finished your first class. I was I was wondering too, boy. I was like, these people gonna eat hot dick and Dion gonna have his head down, gonna cut his wrist, wanna drink a Corona. He don't know what to do when they get up there and, and get. But you know, that was a friends and family too. Did anybody win a hosting gig at the club? Not that I know of. Um, I haven't done any follow up with with the club as far as what they're going to do with the students but i was just i was surprised because a couple of the students had changed their their sets midway through the week and i was just like what are y'all y'all need to stick with it just because you have one bad week because i told them you know during the week try to find an open mic to keep working on it and some of them would go up not do well and then when they would come back to class they're like this didn't work this didn't work and i'm like well why didn't it work were you doing it this way were you doing it that way whatever whatever and so when a graduation show came, I was kind of worried that a couple of students who had changed their mind near the end of the class, that they weren't going to do well. And, you know, I'm a tough critic on, on stand up comedy, but they all did pretty fucking decent considering how much time they had to because they they started six weeks ago. Most of them on the material that they did in the class. And so for them to do five to six minutes, I was I was impressed. I was like, you know. They wouldn't, I mean, they're not ready to, to work or anything, but they have a solid foundation. I was very proud of that. Just Now, when you teach put this class, do you have a blackboard? Do you stand up with a podium? What, do you, what does it look like when you're teaching the class? No. Uh, so they were, I would have them get on stage and I would just say, pick a topic and then start talking. And I would take notes for them. And then the other members of the class, we would just... We would pitch them ideas. What do you guys think about this? What should they add? What should they take away? That sort of thing, just to see where everybody was at. And then we uh, spiderwebbed um, uh, premises. So I was like, you know, your first joke should be something personal. So one, nobody can steal it. Two, you know it better than anybody else. And three, you'll have an attachment to it. And so they all picked things that were personal to them. And then we just workshopped it that way. Uh, and it, for the most part, it went good. A couple of the students didn't feel comfortable after they really started getting to the emotions of it. Like the woman who was married to the crackhead, like she just wasn't, she thought she was over it, but as she was writing about it and talking about it, you know, things started coming up that she would remember kind of like you, Pat, where you like, Oh, I forgot all about that because of the trauma behind it, some of the shit. So she was like, she's not comfortable. She's not ready. One of the students was a Quaker and, uh, I was like, I. She was telling me about how. <laughs> Who the fuck is a Quaker? She had to be quiet in church and <clears throat> eat all those oats. <laughs> Basically, they like have a church decide who you can marry. Like it's like a group committee. So when somebody wants to marry you, uh, the whole like little community gets together. And if anybody says no, I don't think y'all should get married. You can't marry that person. And that was the strangest shit I ever heard in my life. Like she's still a Quaker, or did she run away? I, know, I think I think 
I think she's still a Quaker. I, I think she still works at the factory. But I just thought it was crazy that you could be in a relationship with somebody for 10 years and then on your wedding day or the time the person wants to propose, some asshole will be like, nah, and then y'all just done. <laughs> like, <laughs> I tried her to get her right about that, but she wasn't comfortable about talking about it. So, But see, that's the so, stuff that'll be great for them in five years. How did they let her out to be normal if she was a Quaker? Well, they're not Amish. I think. Are you thinking like they're Amish? Like Quaker people are like around. It's here. not. Yeah, it's it's it. They're their own little. So what like, happened? She got married. Did nobody want? She her? she is she is married. She she got married, but she was talking about somebody else in the community, and she was. I was just like, tell me more, tell me more, because it was some interesting shit I had never heard of. Because I don't know any fucking Quakers. But she didn't want to talk about it. She. I think she would get in trouble with the Quaker community if they. Found out well, she they has won't some kick her ass. Well, <laughs> There's no violence that's going to happen. They won't hit her. <laughs> what are they going to do? Hit her with a fucking buggy? Not nah, it. Now, what's a funny about Miss Pat? Miss Pat lived in Plainfield, Indiana, which was where the National Quaker Meeting was. It's the Fighting Quakers is the mascot of her kid's school. <laughs> it's the Quaker capital of the United States, and you learn nothing about the Quakers while you're there. I, I think I thought I was a mascot. <laughs> I didn't know white, white people were Quakers. I thought this some shit y'all made up so y'all could have a fighting Irish leader. No, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it was it was actually people. Um, there they were really big abolitionists, and they fled North Carolina because of slavery and settled in Indiana and founded Plainfield, and then founded the. They white. House. How the fuck they 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 ran and, from slavery? And they then white. they. Well, they, they were more owners? they were morally opposed to it, and then came up here and set up the Underground Railroad. The Quakers were huge. Oh, in the they didn't want to be owners. They didn't want to be paying taxes to an evil government. <laughs> I'm a Quaker in that regard. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. <laughs> but they're also pacifists, so they like don't go to war or fight or anything, which is why no. But it's it's one of those things where you know if you speak out against the community they treat you like a, a leper you know the scar of the letter what do they thing. do about her being a comedian i don't know if they know who came out to support her nobody her just her husband i didn't know quakers were like that they're usually pretty liberal well, so let me ask you something let me something so it's quaker the white people tie their shoe real tight <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> Nico, what does that even mean? <laughs> you see white people with their shoe tie real tight, <laughs> like they tried to run from the police. And them Quakers. <laughs> How did that association take place that in your head? Even... What? How did you get there? Can we reverse the map? Who them white people are? What them <laughs> They're nerds. <laughs> Out them the white people I'm curious in with the double knot tie shoes real real tight like they look like blood pressure sh- uh, <laughs> around their ankles. Them the are them Quakers. You know what? Go fuck yourself. Because <laughs> I have my shoes double tied. <laughs> my Brooks look like hospital shoes. <laughs> what do you call them? Are you about to? <laughs> 
Double no, nine. not like that. I'm talking about they tied so tight, they about to break the string. You ain't never seen them white people. Uh-uh. And I'm sitting there like, I'm like, I know you in pain. I know you can feel that shoe strain uh, uh, choking out your fucking ankle. Oh, them Quakers? She never wore shoes with laces, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> we need to discover them white people with the tight, tight shoes. <laughs> Somebody's got to write in and help illuminate this, because... Who is the white people with the extra tight shoe strain <laughs> like they run from the police for a living? Because I've seen niggas tie their shoes up before they take off running. You know, it's it's for balance, speed, make sure your shoes don't fall off your feet. But white people who can't run just got their shoes tied for no reason. <laughs> I'm thinking as a black person, damn, we can't have shit. Maybe they don't tuck the shoe strain tying tight from us. You don't tie your shoes? Because she can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what Jasmine's for. <laughs> and I appreciate you so much, Jazz, for, for taking that job. <laughs> Not real, real tight. <laughs> you ain't never seen people take out their shoes and the shoe strain mark on the top of their feet? Yeah. Them white people. Who I'm, are they? I'm kind of one of those people. I like my shoes tied tight. Oh. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> They're I feel, Spanglers. I feel that's who they are. I can personally attack right now. Double knotted shoes tight tight. I went to You're not alone. You're not alone, Spangler. I went when to the I was gym. A kid, I used to tie my shoes super tight too. I went to the gym today and I was on the treadmill and they felt like girl. they were coming off. <laughs> you had to have your shoes tied tight. When they white daddy catch you in half fucking white <laughs> I didn't have sex till I was 20. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just hop in my car and roll out. <laughs> oh my God, this has been a funny ass episode. Do I miss you guys? Yes, I do. Yes, yeah. I do. <laughs> uh, all right, y'all. I'm going to wrap this thing up. Make sure y'all catch me in Indiana. I will be there for one night only. Me, Dia Hughley, uh, along with Lil Duval and Ricky Smiley. What's the date? September 24th. September 24th. We're going to be at the Marat for two shows. Get your tickets because it's almost sold out. I cannot wait to be coming to my second home. And with that said, Chris, stop. I finally figured out your race. You a fucking Quaker. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. Welcome to another episode of the Pat Down. You know I'm here with my biracial family, Chris and Dion. (laughs) I'm bi. He's racial. Biracial, he black, you white. Together, oh. y'all biracial. Oh. Get it, nigga. <laughs> okay. Stay tuned after the music, and we're gonna tell you. We found out that Chris is no longer uh, what you call them people who burn. What, what are you, the redness? Ginger. Ginger. <laughs> he, he's no longer ginger. We he's something else that has to do with oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of The Pat Down. Make sure you check out my website at misspatcomedy.com for all of my social media, my tour dates, my book. Make sure you spread the word about my podcast. Please rate and review. Please rate and review and share. Thank y'all so much, y'all. I've been Miss Pat.